Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. How much power does it take to fly in a real-life jet suit? By Red Allen. This isn't a real Iron Man suit, but it does fly. It's a flying suit made by Gravity Industries, a young British startup that builds what they call jet suits. The system uses six kerosene-powered jet thrusters to let a human fly around. Honestly, it just looks cool. This tweet states that it takes 1,000 horsepower to fly. How about an estimation to check this number? The physics of flight. Let's start with some fundamental physics. How does this jet suit fly? I'm going to say it's all about the momentum principle. This says that the net force on an object changes its momentum where momentum is the product of mass and velocity. Here is the equation form of this idea. There is one other important idea about forces. They are an interaction between two objects, such that for every force, there is an equal and opposite force. Okay, now for flying. Suppose I have a human that is hovering above the ground. There is, of course, the gravitational force pulling down on the human, so that there must be an upward force to make the total force zero, so the human stays hovering. This upward force comes from the thrust of the microjets. But how does a jet produce thrust? The answer comes from the momentum principle. Basically, this jet engine takes stationary air from above the engine and pushes it down so that it is moving with some new speed. This change in speed means that there is a change in momentum of the air such that it requires a force. If you push down on the air, the air pushes up on the human, and that is the thrust. It's not too difficult to derive, and I did so here if you want to see it. But this thrust force depends on a number of factors. The density of air. This will probably be some constant value around 1.2 kilograms per meter squared. The speed of the air coming out of the jet engines. I will call this thrust speed, the area of the jet thrust that comes out of the engine. Notice that all three of these factors change either the mass or speed of the air, which changes the momentum of the air. As an equation, it would look like this. If you want a flying human to hover, this thrust force would have to be equal to the human's weight. But I don't really care so much about the thrust force. What I want is the power. Power is a measure of the rate at which you do work. The work in this case is going into the increase in kinetic energy of air. Putting this together, again, refer to the human-powered helicopter post for the details. I get the following expression for power. You can use these two expressions together to calculate the hovering power. 
First, use the thrust force to calculate the speed of the air to hover, and then use this speed to calculate the power. Estimations. Now I need some values to calculate the power. Here are my estimations. Mass of human plus all the gear equals 90 kilograms, total guess. Number of jet engines equals six. Technically, I think the newest suit has five jet engines and one of them is larger. Area of jet engine equals 0.0079 meters squared, based on an engine diameter of 10 centimeters. With these values, I get a thrust airspeed of 176 meters per second, 395 miles per hour. Just in case you want to see, here are my calculations in Python. I'm embedding them right in this page to help promote the idea that Python makes an excellent calculator. You can even change the values and rerun it to get new values. It's awesome. Horsepower. Yes, this is quite a bit lower than the listed 1,000 HP in the video, but I think this is okay. I have calculate the hovering power, not the flying power, but there is another reason that I will now describe. Components of thrust. One of the cool things about this flight suit is the method that is used to control vertical thrust. Of course, there is a throttle for the jet engines so that you could increase or decrease the thrust, but you don't need to do that. Instead, the human pilot can increase the angle of arms so that the jet engine thrust is directed only partially down. Here, let me draw a force diagram. Each of these hand jets has a thrust force in which part of the force, the X component, pushes inward and part, the Y component, pushes upward. If the arm angle is zero degrees, as measured from the vertical, then the vertical component of force would be the total force multiplied by the cosine of zero. Yes, you need to be careful here. I see physics students make this mistake quite often. Just because it's a Y component doesn't automatically mean that it depends on the sine of zero. You have to look to see how the angle is measured. Just be careful. Okay, let's assume that the arm angle is at 40% from the vertical. That means the total thrust, ignoring the jet engines on the back, would have to be greater in total magnitude to get a component to balance out the gravitational weight. If I include this in the power calculation, I get a thrust speed of 202 meters per second with a power of 116,000 watts, 115 horsepower. That's still lower than the listed power, but this is a calculation based on a bunch of estimates. I suspect my value for the diameter of the jet engine is too large, but you can change that in Python calculations if you like. Also, this is the theoretical power with no energy losses. I assume that an actual engine wouldn't be perfect, but even if I get the wrong answer, it's still fun to make these estimations. Oh, how about one homework question? If you assume my estimations are close to being legitimate, how high could this jet suit fly? Hint, as you increase in altitude, the density of air decreases. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.